What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast video form. If you're not listening in, available on YouTube. And just as a reminder, if you're not already subscribed on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you do it. Uh, we have 170 almost episodes uh, starting from 2017 on a number of topics, interviews, very small bite size so that you can dig in, get inspired and fired up and be on your way. And today is no different. We are talking about the complexity of managing up and managing down, or as I like to call it, managing all the places. We're talking about the pressure of what it means to be a mid-level manager. How do you manage expectations? How do you deliver messages and give people what they need on both ends? And I'm going to summarize a session I just got off to give you a real life example of the situation they're in and what we worked through and three things that you can do differently in order to feel more empowered in your position. So today I was talking to my client who works for a tech company, who's in this position that's essentially two layers down from the CEO. And he manages multiple teams and the leaders of those teams and is responsible for kind of being the messenger. And if you know the old adage, don't shoot the messenger, uh, this was basically happening. So he was getting some vague directives from above and then was communicating that down to his team and was feeling like there's got to be more, there's got to be more context. I'm not feeling the buy-in. And was feeling like he couldn't really please anybody. There was a lot of ambiguity and vagueness happening from both ends. And it was this feeling of kind of being pressed, crushed from the top and the bottom. Like he was he was the meat of the sandwich, but he was more like a PBJ that was kind of oozing out. <laughs> that was gross um, <laughs> and also delicious. So we worked through this topic um, and talked about kind of the the needs of what was happening and first setting the stage of what was actually real and valid. And so I asked him, if you look at the full pool of team members of the people that you are responsible for leading, what percentage would you say are bought into this change? And just for some context, this company is going through a lot of changes. They've essentially changed their full culture and haven't really had a lot of um, visual, verbal awareness communication around it. So we're dealing with change management without really a change management strategy. So when, when I asked him that question, he said, well, huh, 85%. And I asked him, well, what just happened there? He's like, that's a lot better than I thought it was. I've got 85% of the people I'm leading bought in. I said, so why are we putting all of this energy on the 15%? And this happens a lot when we are looking for problems, when we are focusing on the things that aren't working, that's where our lens is going. And so when we think I got to solve the problems, I got to see what's wrong and what's not working. We start looking for everything else that's not working and we miss the pieces that are. And so once he acknowledged that we were able to get into more of a solutions focused mindset. And so uh, when he said, I need to be thinking about how to manage up and I asked him, well, what does that mean? He's like, that's a great question. I don't really know. And so we started talking about what it actually meant to manage up. And, and this is a, a point that I want to bring across is that in business, we have a lot of big words and phrases, but we don't actually know what they mean. We don't have any specifics around it. It's like, let's get some alignment and synergies. Well, what does it actually mean, Bob? Well, I don't know. 
So get specific. And what does that mean? Break it down into categories, into buckets. So managing up means how do we have bigger vision goals? So what are those things we're responsible for? Is it executing and delivering products? Is it maintaining clients? Is it bringing in more clients? Is it closing deals? Is it revenue? And then looking at what are the activities and actions that support it? So what are the things that are in your control and your team's control to work on those, accomplishing those goals? So from that, we now have more information to bring up. And here's one of the biggest flaws, the biggest missteps that people make when they're managing up is they come in with questions. So what do you expect of me? What are my goals? What are my performance metrics? What am I supposed to do? Now imagine that you are the person in that role, in that VP, in that C-suite. What you don't have is time. What you don't have is bandwidth. You don't have the space to be thinking of the 20 people that report to you and all of their metrics and criteria. It is amazing if someone who's reporting to you comes to you with ideas. So here's what I'm thinking about for my career growth. Here's what I'm thinking for my performance metrics. You've essentially done the work for them. And they're like, wow, this person has it together. And then you can have dialogue about what needs to be tweaked or firmed up so that you have a mutual shared agreement. So in the same way that you wouldn't just put something on your boss's desk or your supervisor's desk and say, hey, so I'm just going to do this. You cool with it, right? You can't expect your boss to do the same for you. You wouldn't like it if someone said, these are your performance metrics. This is what you're responsible for. Go do it. That's command and control. And it doesn't foster collaboration, creativity, innovation, and trust. So if you want to build trust in managing up, do the advanced work. Be proactive. Set aside an hour and ask yourself questions. What are the things that if my boss said to me, I could do? Or what are the things that I want to focus on? And then you can build your plan, whether it's career mapping, performance metrics, targets. You can tweak from there. And then in the same way, if you are managing a team, you can then give them the same directive or prompt. So it'd be great if you came to me with some ideas that we can work off of. Or when you say you need more context and clarity, what is it that you're specifically seeking? What is it that you actually need? We need to stop tiptoeing around the vagueness and ambiguity and start being specific because in specificity, we have context, we have facts, we have data, we have something to work with. And if we aren't clear, we can get curious and ask for confirmation. See, there's opportunity, but we have to stop just allowing these surface words and phrases to be treated like facts or just general knowledge because your assumption is something else other than mine. So if you tell me, I need you to execute on this project, I'm like, all right, so when I when I have the time, I'm going to get it done. And your expectation means it's going to get done today. We are missing clear information. What, who, when, how, not always important, but we usually end up focusing on how in these communications instead of really getting clear about what we need from someone else. So I want to encourage you to not tiptoe around the topics, but to step fully in. You're probably not going to be 100% right, but guess what? You're going to be able to communicate what you need. You're going to be able to clarify when you're hearing things, and you're going to be able to create more trust and mutual understanding from the people that you're working with. So big takeaways, 
Don't take words and phrases at surface value. Ask what they mean. Give your interpretation of it. What I'm hearing you say is this, is this right? Number two, do the advanced work if you are managing up. If you need more insight, more feedback from people, do the work and go through the brain exercise of putting your thoughts down and then ask for input and feedback. And number three, if you are managing people, ask them to do the advanced work, ask them to come with ideas and solutions, and then have that two-way communication to build that trust and safety. So I hope this was helpful. We'll see what comes out of my mouth next after I talk to some clients and you all keep being awesome.